Welcome to episode four of I'd Watch That. It's me, Ash Frith, with a guest this week, Dan Anatomical Bomb, as you may know him over on Twitch. We recorded this live just like we do every other Monday where we get a guest on. We use the randomizer to mix up the top 100 films from IMDb to make completely new films. The guest tells me what those films would be about, who'd be in them, when they're set, the budget, who'd do the music, all that stuff. And we have a lot of fun chatting about it. This week was an absolute belter. However, let me caveat that by saying we had some huge technical issues. The video on the stream had to be completely cut. Turns out Virgin Media are doing a lot of work in Dan's area. We couldn't do the video, so it was just audio. And I'm going to be honest with you, the audio was a bit choppy as well. I've done what I can. I've clipped it down to basically the show rather than the bits where Dan was off fixing his router, turn it off and on again. I think it should be listenable. If it's not, you know, don't listen. If it is, enjoy. This is I'd Watch That Episode 4 with Dan from Anatomical Bomb. Dan, how are you? Welcome to I'd Watch That, the made-up film, I'm going to say podcast, because let's be honest, no one's fucking watching <laughs> this. Yeah. They are. I'm all right. Um, I was at work today, I was thinking, I can't wait to get home to my Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Ed Trotz has just subscribed, Ed. I appreciate it, but again, I'm questioning your sanity. If this is the time that you're, you're saying, now's the time I'm going to spend money on Ash Free. <laughs> it does, that does, um, it means a lot. Thank you very much, Ed. Quality content, says Ed. Very much appreciated. It's like, I don't know, does um does the followings and the subscribings and the comments, does that necessarily relate to the quality of the stream in your experience, Dan? I would say a subscription definitely does. Does it? And somebody wants to return. Fuck. <laughs> and so yours, that's why you've got so many subscribers, because your quality of your stream when you do it is always perfect. Just remind me, when I came on your stuff and I've done stuff with you on yours, did I sabotage it by having terrible Wi-Fi? No. Oh, no. It's weird. Well, to be honest, when you first came on, I didn't know who you was. What? You first came on to do Top 10, remember? Yeah, yeah I remember. I, I of didn't, course I remember. Never really, I'd never spoken to you. I asked you out of the blue, I think. Wow. I think Stuart may have recommended you. Wow. And then look what's happened since. We've been inseparable since. And then I think we had a, a stream where we were just drinking and chatting. Remember that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Lovely. What a lovely time we've had. And then I come into your shop not very long ago. You did. You got free sweets. You gave me so many free sweets. It was great. Yeah. Most of them made it home as well. So that was good. So what kind of films do you like, Dan? I like... I like a bit of everything, Ash. Yeah, you. I, you want specific. You like a lot of horror, don't you? you I do, do like horror. Yes, I do like horror. Well, I say I like horror. I like the idea of it. And then if I watch lots of horror films, I'm like, God, these films are shit. Oh, they're and shit. They it's think, not. They don't scare you. You just think they're shit. I know horror films never scare me. No, I never, I never have. What does scare you? Loneliness. I knew it. <laughs> Being alone. Um. So let's hope we can get a horror film here tonight that is just... So the film Castaway, that is crushing for you, is it? Actually, I watched that the other day. Yeah. Recently. How did, how did yeah. it make you feel? Bored. 
It's quite boring, isn't it? Yeah, but that's the same as every film. When I try and show my son a classic film, he's 15, I tried to show him Indiana Jones, and about 20 minutes in, you realise nothing's happened. And he's just like, what's going on here? I'm just like... Castaway is not the same as Indiana Jones, Ash. Castaway is is just Tom Hanks losing weight on a beach. (laughs) There's a a plane crash, there's a love story, there's a man crabbing. Technically, he's in love with a locket, because they're not even together at the end. But most of it, I think there's about... Apart from the beginning where it's been talking, there's no other talking there until the end. He's just no. there sticking glass I feel like it's very much going to be like this podcast in about two minutes. In just one man talking to himself whilst he looks at a picture of someone else. <laughs> well, is it breaking up? Can it's you breaking up. You sound again a bit like Cher. But it was very clear for oh. a moment and we really do need to remember what we did have, you know? Remember the good times when you had a minute where you, uh, where I could hear you perfectly. I have such pearls to give. I think the... well, we are at fifty-six minutes for this trip. Oh, we get started, shall we? Oh, was that... This is a test run, everyone. <laughs> yeah. This is a test run. This is a test run for Dan's proper proper version. It's not Dan's fault. If you again, if you're just joining us, he's got problems in his area. There's something wrong with Virgin Media. I'm on Virgin Media. Let's just make that clear as well. And um, they need to sort their bloody act out, don't they? They do. Right, Dan, can you see the screen at least? I can see the screen. We are going to bring up your first film. Zombie Before Sunset says, Dan's Wi-Fi is on a beach losing weight. (laughs) (laughs) Right, here comes your first film. Everybody, are you ready for Dan's first film? Let's do this. It's I'd Watch That. It's Dan from Anatomical Bomb, and it's live. Demolition Recall is your first Uh, movie. Look at this. Dracula says, let's do it. So, is there like a structure to this you want? A particular structure? Why are you asking this now? Why are you asking this now an hour in? Right, so you want me to just describe the Demolition Recall that I watched? Hang on, Donna. You've day. watched this. You've I watched, have, yeah. You've watched these streams and you've now completely forgotten. No, I know I need to explain this film. I just wonder if you want it done in a certain order. Like I want... you could say. Oh, you've you got... waiting for me to explain the film. I just want you to tell me the first thing that comes into your head. I want you to... And now a motorbike drives into your bedroom with you or whatever it is. <laughs> Well, I I know you're looking at the 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 title demolition recall, which I'm guessing. Are you on the motorway? God, it's a dangerous road. I told you about this. <laughs> My uh, cat that's dead now lost a leg in that road. It lost a leg. <laughs> Her name was Cleo, but then we started calling it Trio. It was a bit insensitive. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like you know when you see Ant and Deck and there's a hidden camera and there's someone they they're sort of winding someone up and they're in your ear now going, Dan, tell him about your cat getting yeah. Turn around, turn around. Right. <laughs> Oh my god, poor old trio. I'm actually crying. 
a lot of people saying Demolition Recall is actually a very appropriate title. So, Dan, just to recap what I want you to do, even though I specifically said, do you know what I want you to do beforehand? I just want you to talk about the film Demolition Recall as if it was a real film. I want you to tell me what you think it would be. I want you to tell me, um, yeah, when it's set, maybe the actors, whatever you want. Demolition from Demolition Man. Yes. Recall from Demolition Man, from Total Recall. Yeah, I reckon. Demolition Recall. You're thinking action, sci-fi. I'm not going to go that direction. Oh, wow. I'm going to go romance. You don't get too many romances on here, do you? No, very rarely get romance. I mean, Ashen's, I think all of Ashen's uh, films very much led themselves to 80s blockbusters. So Demolition Recall doesn't feel like a romance. Is it a comedy or just a a proper romance? Uh, Well, it's, um, it's got the tag comedy romance, but it's not funny. No, oh, they never are. Don't worry. They never are. No. This is stars Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's uh, is it now? Oh, because that'd be quite good. Like you know, they did all those films in the nineties. Like it's about yeah. time they come back together. Is it now? Yeah, well, well, they it... did um, Sleepless in Seattle. Then it was You've Got Mail, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. and now uh, this is. Demolition Recall. Oh, just be careful on that road, by the way. It is very busy. Just don't... It is a dangerous, dangerous road. Um... So, Meg Ryan mm. works on a building site. <laughs> right. Oh. Right? Yeah. And uh, she's in charge of demolition. Is so she when they take the, the foreman? Finished. Is she? Is she the... No, she's a special demolitions expert. Okay, this is good. I mean, in the past, she used to be in a, like a group of mercenaries. Wow. <laughs> and she... Yeah, she did demolitions then, but she wanted to settle down, so she started demolishing buildings. Where was she a mercenary? What do you mean by mercenary? Was she like... Like, in her 20s. She yeah. was in Vietnam. <laughs> Not Me- Vietnam. Me- you know, she, she, she was in like a predator situation. Yeah, okay. And her expertise was demolition. Wow. Do we Are see we only... flashbacks of that, or is it... No, 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 because it's, it's a date. <laughs> We're showing this in the daytime, this one. She just hints at that. Okay. Yeah, so when she gets home from work, occasionally she's got a bit of camo paint on her cheeks and just has a little tear on down her face. Careful, mind out for that. That was close. You can't do that every time, Ash. I can. <laughs> right, so she's a demolition expert. Yeah. She's demolishing buildings ready for new beautiful buildings to be built. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks owns the building next door. I got Isn't this the... The switcheroo of You've Got Mail. I've never watched it. It's got, uh, You've Got Mail. <laughs> I think he's a planner, like a a town planner type thing. And he Is wants he? to knock down her bookshop and build no. a high-rise block of flats. I think that's Bullshit. A, that is no way. In the chat, let us know. I think that is the whole plot. And then basically an email is sent. They fall in love via email. They're at loggerheads in the shop because he wants to demolish it. She wants to save her shop. But they fall in love over email because email was a new thing back then, obviously. But you didn't let me finish. Oh, come on. I should have. So she's demolishing the building next door. And Tom Hanks um, is really grateful because he gets a great view. He's on that (laughs) side of the building. Right. right. As soon as that bit, that that thing's demolished, he can see straight to the park. Oh, lovely Central Park. Is this a New York-based film? No, this is in Delaware. 
What's Delaware like? Have you ever been to Delaware? No. Have you got any Delaware listeners currently? Delawareans. Any Delawareans, Ian? <laughs> well, it's quite parky, Delaware, as far as I'm aware. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, my dad. Well, just not on not the side he was facing. But yeah. thank God that building's gone. So he runs down and he has to thank the demolitions expert. Yeah. He meets her, love at first sight. She's like, I ain't got time for this. Oh. I've got buildings to demolish. So she's not, she's playing hard to get. I love the switcheroo here. I really do. I like that. You like that she's the demolitions expert because people would assume that it was the guy yeah. and shame on you. But so is he going to pursue her? We're not getting, it's not going to be a bit sort of sex pesty, is it? Well, it will do, but in a, a comical way. Yeah, because that's fine in films. That's fine, yeah. So what he does is he calls into a radio station. It's <laughs> <laughs> called Dusty in Delaware, right? And he, he sort of tells them about this woman he's fallen in love with. And then he sends an email. <laughs> <laughs> like... He sends an email to... Uh, I haven't figured out a name. What's her name? Oh, you've got to tell me, really. And her name is... Um, Donna. Donna, yeah. I call it Demolition Donna. Demolition Donna. I think I've seen and, that film. And Tom Hanks is called... Uh, well, what's his job? His job is... He's a professional fisherman. <laughs> he has a... He has a... He has an angling show on the table. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's a new twist. He's a fisherman, but he is he a like a sea fisherman or a pond? Well, he does it all, really, because you know all sea fish. And so he does. Is there a pond in the park he wants to look at? Is he got his eye on a fish? Yes, yes, there is. There is. There's a giant bash bass that he's looking to get to grips with. This, he's not allowed to fit there, but this is this is a bit that comes in later on. But he run. He has his own show on like one of the lower cable channels. I don't know if you ever watch these fishing shows on the uh, like D Max. No, no, D Max channel. I've never watched D Max. I don't think. No. Have you ever watched the fishing show? Um, I used to listen to the early morning fishing radio show on Talk Sport, even though I've never fished, and I'm ultimately against fishing due to my, you know, vegan beliefs. Um, but I did find it quite soothing, a bit like. Yeah. Um, Listen to talk sport, wouldn't you? I don't ever listen to talk sport, Dan. You should know. I've told you about my feelings about sport. Uh, but I did. I just find it quite relaxing to listen to a bloke talk about fishing. I did find it quite relaxing. Well, he's a vegan as well. <laughs> he's a he vegan use, fisherman. He doesn't use hooks. Wow. He just hangs a net and waits for them to swim in. And just... Sometimes it works. Yeah, very rarely it works. We'll get out of the tangent here. Right, so he, he wants to meet this demolition donna, Craig Meg Ryan. Yeah. They fall instantly. But so it's they, too busy. But you're saying they met and she wasn't interested because she's too busy. Well, it's not that she wasn't interested. It's just that she's busy. She's got priorities. I mean, she's quite young. When she looked at him, there was a little spark. You could tell. I mean, she's that good an actress. Does she do that thing where she bangs her hand on the table and goes, yes, yes, yes? That's later on as well. That's not a No, no, that was Billy Crystal. That was Billy Crystal. 
Um, no, she says to demolish. I mean, the sound, Dan, the sound is now almost unbearable. I will say that at this stage. Bloody hell. Yeah, you sound like you said bloody hell there. So that was something. I heard that. Um, just to go read some comments while we give your bandwidth time to catch up. Kids, uh, Rubber Cat says kids have to save the local library from being demolished by an evil CEO and have a few hours to convince the council to rescind the order. That is, again, you've got mail. Gemma says, Gemma's just laughing. Everyone's just laughing. I think they're laughing at the the outrageousness of the stream rather than anything I've said uh, or you, you've said. Um, Drunkula, he's remembering the time he knocked her... Oh, no. <laughs> See, this is the problem. I'll read everything out loud and some of them are inappropriate. I'm like Anchorman. Uh, Drunkula. And Tom Hanks is a mermaid. I'm <laughs> guessing <laughs> you can't really hear me. Oh, this is ridiculous. It is breaking up a little bit, but... Um... Uh, Drunkula says, please don't read any of mine. I'm sorry. Um, my son says, I can hear you from the conservatory. So that's good. And he says it's very amusing because I've got the window open here and the, maybe he can he can literally hear me round the back of the house. Uh, really, uh, I see Dan's video quality has improved. What do you want to do, Ash? Because this ain't Ooh, working. That's, that's very clear. That's very clear. That's because I'm shouting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has. It's not breaking up at all. So, Demolition Recall. So, it's it's a modern film, you're saying? Well, late 90s. Late 90s. No oh, it is. It's set in those times. It is from those yeah. times. After You've Got Mail. And um, give me a pivotal scene from the film. Give me the, you know, the one that we're... Um, Rob Deb subscribed. Rob, thank you very much. I mean, Rob, I do... Need to tell you, this has been one of the worst quality streams that's ever happened, but I very much appreciate it. I'm calling from 1982. Um, Rob says, I subscribe, which costs the same as GQ and still less than a copy of Batman, uh, proving I'm too poor for comics. Good to see you hope. Good to see you hope I can be a guest soon. Definitely, Rob. This is made for you, Rob, and I hope your internet connection is strong. Um, Do you make all your guests feel like shit, Ash? No, only when they sort of cyber attack me, Dad. <laughs> you it's know, I've been looking forward to this. Is, is it? So is yeah, it? it is. It genuinely is. So give me that scene. Give me the scene. What 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 are you putting on the trailer, Dan? Right. So he's he's, he's got a fishing show. Yeah. Uh, Meg Ryan's. Um, Meg Ryan is uh, an orphan, right? Yeah. And uh, throughout the film, she's constantly she's a about, mercenary oh. orphan. So she was yeah, a mercenary. Why do, she, why do you think she became a demolitions expert in a predator style environment? That that doesn't matter because we don't see anything about that. That's too interesting for this film. Fair play, fair play. Right. So he's got his um, fishing channel, and she's like, "I don't watch fishing shows; they're boring." Mm. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. It's really clear now. Genuinely, it's clear. I don't watch fishing shows. They're boring, man. I just like blowing shit up. And he's kind of hurt by it. Yeah. But then eventually, when he sort of... This is like a pivotal scene later on. So they've argued. Um, they're not seeing each other. So she decides to turn to D-Max. 
You shook your head. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. It can't. Right, like, sure. When the sound's good, it can't be you asking whether I can hear you. <laughs> so she turns to D-Max and sees his fishing show yeah. after she gets a mail, an email, saying watch D-Max, channel 267. <laughs> <laughs> so she turns it on and he's there fishing in a lake with his big net. And he, and he pulls out this net. He's got a really big one. And it ends up being his mum and dad in the net. <laughs> and then she gets so teary-eyed because she recognises them because they've got the exact same haircut as her. Are they dead? Are they dead? <laughs> They're not dead. Oh, well, wow. it often means dead. No, they, they just oh. left her. Yeah. <laughs> Why, are they, they just... Why are they in the lake? Has he found them? Because or it, were he they set it living? Up. Oh, he set he it up. He set it up. He told her to watch the show. Yes. And then he, he pulls them out one at a time. <laughs> First, he pulls out the mum. Yeah. And she just stands there sort of drying off, take, oh. like, changing her clothes while the show's going on. Then he pulls out the dad, and then he pulls out her brothers and sisters that she didn't know she had. <laughs> oh, my God. It's surprise, surprise. And, and they've all got blonde bobs. It's surprise, surprise with Cilla Black, but instead it's an A-list super movie. Yep. And then he says, um, uh, Donna, if you're watching this, then give me a sign. And then she blows up the Twin Towers. <laughs> <laughs> not the two towers though that's no that was Sorry. too much yeah but maybe where, oh, hold on is this a conspiracy movie is it set on in 2001 <laughs> she goes out to the garden she blows something up yeah she she's blows. like he hears it from a mile away then he knows he knows he knows and does he run some <laughs> ash flap says what a twist what a twist. He runs to her. He runs towards the smoke. <laughs> and the asbestos. Mm-hmm. The asbestos dust. Oh she runs forms the lake and they meet in the middle and they have a big kiss. Ashen says, can't get the image of a 70s style mood horror out of my head where if John Hurt remembers there is enough small details of a place he's been to, it explodes. That's pretty good. That Again, no, I don't know, but Ashens has got, you know. Don't you be sure, don't you be coming in here giving your bloody movies? Is this your movie for Demolition Recall? You had your turn, mate. Do you know what my wife said to me just before I came up? My, my wife said, Oh, Stuart's video was so clear last time, wasn't it? I said, Yeah, it really was. Hopefully, Dan's will be because he's a streamer as well. Oof. Uh, this ain't the official one, Ash. This is not the official one. Uh, Ashen, sorry, can you say that again? I couldn't understand you. Rubbish. Don't you be... <laughs> really Show means he me says up. Dan's turned into Metal Mickey. Um, Fritho YT says, I think the demolition recall is about a man who has a bomb on a piece of string and he has no idea when it will blow up, so he has to figure out when it will go off and throw it. But if he miscalculates, then it will come back and blow him up. Thing is, right, they're all gone for the sci-fi action things. Yeah, I've got yeah. the romance film out of the way. You haven't had the romance yet, have you? No, I've really enjoyed that. I've really enjoyed Somebody it. Comedy romance. Dan, I'm... The funny bit was when he fished the parents out of the pond. I mean, it was lovely. And I did laugh when you said it was the Twin Towers, but, you know, I don't want anyone to take offence yeah. to me laughing at that. <laughs> Just me saying it. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to link it to something because you know, the, the good people always have sort of uh, a foot in reality. 
Yeah, a foot in reality, I think you said, so that's good. Oh, what's it breaking up again? Yes, it's been breaking up again, yeah, but don't worry about it. People are still watching, and I don't know why. This reflects badly on all of you viewers. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have a go at you, but this reflects badly on you that you're staying with this. I appreciate it. I just think you've all got problems. How much of the film did you hear? I heard all of the film. I heard all of the film. It was brilliant. Oh. I genuinely think that's a great film. Demolition Recall, a rom-com I mean, with Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. She's the demolition expert. I love that twist. Yep, yep. Uh, Rob Deb says, should have gone with Daryl Hannah and the fish exploding family family reunion. Ooh, it would have. It would have. Right, yeah. With a fitting end of the Splash on? Trilogy. Was there a Splash Trilogy? No, this there, might be the trilogy. No, the yeah, it says there. there is a Splash 2 called Splash 2 with the double T-double-O. Mm, wow. This would be Splash. Uh, look who's splashing now. <laughs> well, this is what it's all about. You know, if you make a film uh, and you take it to the producers, they'll be giving you notes like this. You know, they'd be saying, let's get Daryl Hannah. Let's make it a Splash film. Isn't, um, oh, what was it? There's a film that I heard that was meant to be a sequel of something or become a sequel, and it was, in fact, meant to be its own film. It's not good if I can't remember. Rob will know. Um, Zombie Before Sunset says, Demolition Recall sounds like an alternative title to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, really Minty says, none of the original cast, I think. In Splash 2, I presume that was. Right, I like that. I think Demolition Recall is getting the green light. Um, I'm not 100% sure I'm going to say I'd watch that, but... <laughs> I think certainly it's getting made. It's getting made. Good. Um, are you ready for your second film, Dan? Yes, I am. It won't be romance. It won't be what? Romance. Well, you don't know that. It might be love, 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 no, love, I got love. It out of the way. I got it out of the way early. There we go. Beverly Hills Tie. Oh, this would have been romance. This would have, they could, that would have been the restaurant. It can nothing. be. It still can be. You th no. you do it doesn't have to be a different. Um, it doesn't have to be a different genre each time. You just what what feels right. All right, this this is going to be. Um, is it a massage place? Is it what, what is right, Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah, what's Thai from? I don't know, but in the chat, let us know what is Thai from. What film is? It's got tie in the title. I don't know. It's on IMDb, whatever it is, though. I know that much. Right, this is... Stars Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, I was going to write it down. I was going to write it down. Everything else tie. Right. Well, this, this could be... You know in the 80s where they made those films and they were, like, looking back, massively inappropriate. What's that one where the guy takes, like, skin tanning tablets and becomes a basketballer? Do you remember that? To get his apprenticeship or whatever. This no, feels like it, it could be that kind of thing. Beverly think, Hills. Well, am I playing this or are you playing this, Ash? Well, I don't know. It depends on how, how much you're... Uh, your phone line holds up here. Go for yeah, it. Hear me now. Is, he a, is, he a, is he a Thai boxer, maybe? Or a... No. Uh, well, I'm gonna, uh, this is a film directed by Mike Lee. Oh, it's Mike Lee. In, uh, Mike Lee. It's set in um, Essex. It's about a restaurant 
called Beverly Hills tie. See, it didn't need to be Beverly Hills for somebody who wants a very flash-sounding restaurant. So Beverly, Beverly Hills tie. is known for, like, its celebrities, movies, all of that kind of thing, isn't it? So is it like a, a themed Thai restaurant? But like, no, a... it's very much like um, Life is Sweet. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Never seen when, that. When he owns a restaurant uh, called Regret Rien. Is so, it a French restaurant? Yeah, it is. Yeah, he serves French food. But this guy serves Beverly Hills food and Thai. <laughs> What's Beverly but, Hills food? Um, burgers, fries. So it serves burgers and pad Thai. Yeah, just Thai food. I mean, we're getting distracted. It's not about the restaurant. It's not about the restaurant. It's just, sorry, sorry. It's like my beautiful laundrette. Do you ever see my beautiful laundrette? No, I've never seen any films. Just brace yourself for that. It's not really about the laundrette. This is about the struggles of an Essex family and their kooky uncle who wants to open a Thai restaurant and call it Beverly Hills Thai. And which part of Essex? Southend. Oh, where did you come up with that idea? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so, okay. Let's, so, a kooky uncle wants to open up a Beverly Hills Thai restaurant. Are they a Thai, Taiwanese family? No, he's, he's, he's had Thai food I once. I mean, it's Taiwanese. That isn't... That's, is that people from Taiwan? I'm I think so, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. He's eaten Thai... So he can open his own Thai food restaurant. Who knows what's happening now? Am I back? You're back. Are we back, viewer? Let us know if we're back. Had something come up there? It's all gone quiet. Are we back? I think we might be back. Yeah, yeah we're, we're back. back. We're, we're back. back. Christ alive. Um, Dooza Dev says, sequel to Beverly Hills Chihuahua. In the main character gets caught and becomes a yellow curry. Oh, dear. <laughs> right. So it's a Macley film. About an uncle who uh, played by um, Jim Broadbent. Jim Broadbent also. in a Mike Lee film. Yeah, Jim Broadbent's in Mike Lee films. Is he? Yeah. He wants to open the restaurant. He has a son played by Gary Oldman. Ashen, young Gary Oldman. Ashen says, I think it's fixed. I take that back. Sorry. He also, um, his son, and he has another son. Played by uh, Tim from the office. No, Tim. What's Tim's bloody name? Tim, Mr. Orange. Tim. Um, I don't know. Tim Roth. Tim, oh, Tim Roth. Roth. Tim Roth. Doing Tim any Roth. sort of. It's weird, Tim Roth. I always found him a weird actor because he's English, but he sounds Australian in every film he ever does. This is an American film. <clears throat> right, so. There are a couple of brothers that has Gibral, but he wants to open up a Thai restaurant because he's eating Thai once. Mm -hmm. He's in South End. Tim Roth is addicted to karate. <laughs> Gary yeah. Oldman is addicted to heroin. So they've both got their problems. Right? Yeah. They've got um, the Are they his sons, did you say? They're his sons. Yeah. He's he's embarrassed by them. Of and course. they're embarrassed by him. But at the end of the film, no one's embarrassed by anyone, Ash. 
Do you know why? I'd love to. Yes, please. You'll have to watch the film, won't you? (laughs) (laughs) I cannot greenlight this film. Um, He's addicted to karate, right? And I know it sounds stupid, but he won't stop doing karate. Whatever. Always. All the time. He's always kicking shit over. He's, he Breaking runs stand still. He runs around. Yeah, he's uh, constantly waving his arm out. Makes everyone nervous. And uh, Gary Oldman's constantly shooting up. And it's really hard to shoot up when Tim Roth's doing his karate, kicking the moves. kicking the spoon yeah. out of his hand all the time. He's like, oh, lay off, mate. He talks like that. Yeah, yeah. Lay off, would you? And they're called Gary and Tim because it's easier when you're improvising. Mm. It's mainly improvised. What's the age Lay difference between Broadbent and Roth and Oldman? <coughs> oh, Christ. Uh, it's enough, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty enough. sure Broadbent's played Tim Rostad in Meantime, I think. Is that a film about that's... Greenwich? Yes, that's what they invented. Lovely. Yeah. They've worked together before. That's fine. They have. And uh, Gary Oldman's in that film as well. Oh, so my God. shooting up. Tim Roth's doing karate. Um, we got uh, we're going to chuck in a big American actor as like oh, a big please. cameo. Because yeah. Mark please a few films and Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise is what is he a cameo? Kind of. Um, well, this apparently was tied on the seafront. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Thai restaurant is a surfer. <laughs> Tom Cruise is a 60-year-old surfer. But he's not 60. This, this was in the 80s. Oh, well. okay. Okay, sorry. I didn't realise it was set in the 80s. It was from the, the 80s. He surfed all the way from America to Southland. Yeah. So he's had to go around the country and then come in there. This feels like one of those films that might have got made because everyone was on cocaine the day it was pitched. Yeah. And he sees. He was tired. He's like, man... I've just come from Beverly Hills. <laughs> this is really the best Beverly the Hills burger I've ever had. Yeah. He goes to the restaurant. He uh, he really likes it. He backs it. Oh! Um, so what does yeah. he do? Why has he got money? Because he's Tom Cruise. Oh, he's paying himself. Paying himself. Yeah. He backs it. Gary finds out. Nicks all the money, oh, shoots no. it into his veins. Oh no, God, it's hard drama. It is, it's gone bleak, isn't it? And um, Tim Roth catches him with his hand in the box. Steve the Mace says, I'll give you half of this for karate lessons. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tim Roth doesn't dump him in. He spends half the money on more karate lessons. Karate lessons aren't cheap. No, no, very expensive karate lessons. And then Beverly Hills shuts down. Jim Broadbent's broken, penniless, broken, broken out on the street. He starts doing karate. <laughs> Jim Broadbent starts doing karate. Yeah, he starts doing karate and uh, and heroin. Oh my god! Yeah. Is there? A, uh, does it end? Is it bleak at the end? Yes. Oh uh, no! And well, then he died. Jim Broadbent does, and then he fixes his two sons. They both give up their terrible addiction. Well, no, he dies. He has to die for them, uh, for everyone to give up heroin and for Tim Roth to give up. <laughs> like like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, and then just as Jim Broadbent dies, Tom Cruise surfs in again, but this time he blows up his executives on the surf. 
was behind him. Yeah, pulling in suits. But no, there's a staff with their suits on the briefcase with some money to help out the restaurant again. He says, oh. I brought all my friends to try out the food. Everybody was perfect. And do the brothers um, open back up? And is no, it. Um, no. Um, like all the other shops in South End, it just sits there and rots for a decade. Yeah, well, he turns up and they say, oh, he's dead, man. And then he goes. So he was just that close. He was that close. Oh, it's a real shame. It's my lead for you, though, isn't it? Oh, well, yeah, I think it might be. Oh, that's bleak, but, you know, I'm in. I'm all, I'm all in. The budget was blown apart by having Tom Cruise in it. In the 80s. Well, he did it because he's a Mike Lee fan. He didn't really ask for much. Oh, that was good of him. Yeah, and the executives weren't actually Americans. They were pretending. And did he do his own surfing? That was um, green screen. Oh, dear. Um, right. Bad, bad green screen as well, yeah. Over to the chat. Let's see what the chat have to say about Beverly Hills tie. <laughs> the, Rob De the Rob Deb says... Two of the seven Hellraiser films were other horror scripts they changed. The Jean-Claude Van Damme film was made to use up the special effects from Masters of the Universe. Bloody hell. Um, there's a 2019 movie called The Cave, set in Thailand, apparently. Uh, Thai Cop, a comedy. Uh, Drunkula, and it belongs to someone called Beverly Hill. Sequel to Beverly Hills Chihuahua. We did that one. Um, that's people telling us it had all gone quiet. Isn't this Mike Lee's documentary about the worrying problem about the prolific increase of ladyboys in LA? Uh, don't get in the water at South End. You'll end up with crude oil on your legs. Speaking from experience, says Fizzbin UK. I go in the sea in South End often. I've never once had crude oil. Shit, yes, the actual effluent pumped out, yes, but oil never had it. Although there yeah, is a you go in that sea, do you? sometimes, yeah, go in that sea. It's not even a proper sea, it's like an estuary. It's an it? estuary, it's between us, isn't it? We are the other side, we're each yeah. the other side of the estuary. Yeah. We could catch them going in. We could have a uh, tin can on a piece of string and we'd be able to communicate. Really long piece of string until a big boat comes along. Yeah, it might be better than this connection that we've got now, though. So is it breaking up again? Oh, it? it's been breaking up for some time. But let's push on. We've only been going for an hour and a half, so we might as well push on. The viewers are still there, and you're staying, viewer. And so this is on you. If you're watching this now, no one's complaining about the sound. Not a single complaint. No one's moaning. No one's complaining. Exactly. Want another chance? You get another chance. Dan, I know this isn't your fault. I'm not blaming you. You'll get your chance. You'll be back on. Uh, in two weeks' time, we do have Matt Adlington. Um, but I promise you, I'll, make, I'll, do a, I'll do a bonus one at some other stage. Don't you worry, Dan. I'm going to get you back. This is going to be fine. For my own thing, really. If nothing else, I need the viewers and the listeners on, on the podcast. I'm so. going to sue somebody. Oh, who are you going to sue? Richard Branson? Yep. Um, Fizzbin UK says it's about 95% seawater there yeah it is nice one that's true 95% um, right. that's the other 5% it's piss and shit <laughs> uh, Beverly Hills tie it was bleaker than we thought but are you ready for your third film Dan yes 
Can you hear me? <laughs> Rubber Cat says, wait, were we supposed to be listening? Uh, it's not important. You don't have to. But yes, we can hear you, Dan. It's quite clear now. <clears throat> Drunkula. This is working okay. It's got kind of charm to it, like an old-timey outside broadcast. <laughs> That's what we're going for. Right, here we go. Here's your third film. Service Chapter 2. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. Jesus. <laughs> these are all these are all better romantic comedy titles than the one I actually chose. Well do it then. Service chapter. No, two. I'm so not gonna be the romantic comedy guy. Is this a sequel? Chap is this is this literally service chapter two? Or is this service chapter two? Or is this something else? This is a sequel. This is a sequel. Yes, it's a sequel. Um, While you think, it's... I just want to say Matt Adlington says, I'm looking forward to the Matt Adlington one. <laughs> <laughs> and and Fizbin says, This is porn. Service. Oh, can, can, can we do porn? Can we do porn? Yes, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, We've porn. never had a porn. We've never had a porn. Never had a romantic comedy. You never had a porn. This That's is true. a porn. <laughs> But it's relatively soft core. Yeah, okay. It's like Channel Five late night. It's not, you know, bend over or anything like that. Is that still a thing? Channel Five late night. No, they promised it when Channel Five was created. They said, uh, "Erotic thriller every Friday night." And thirty years uh, it, later, they gave up on it, did they? Well, they gave up about a year or two in. Oh, right. I was still at the time. I was talking about. It's like, oh, soft core. On every Friday night on Channel 5, it's going to be great. And then it wasn't. They had five films and they repeated them. <laughs> I just remember Channel 5 had like such low value. Like, just I, James Whale had a show where the studio was just completely black, like black curtain, oh. black floor. Do you remember a soap they had for a while called Family Affairs? Yes. I do yeah, remember that. Yeah, I the other day. And I think they all died at the end. It blew up. Wow. Bite My Thumb is raiding with a party of 13. Thank you, Bite My Thumb. That's Neil. Brave. I know Bite My Thumb. Oh, he's we all, all know Neil. Right. Do you say he's all right? He's all right, yeah. He's all right. I explain the situation. Yeah, I think you I mean, should. Like, Let's get you to explain the situation so they can pick out every third word. Virgin is all but down in my area. There is a fraction of bandwidth left remaining. If you could hear this message, <laughs> I just want to tell you that there is no picture available, just my voice, and even that is shaky. <laughs> Virgin is down in my area. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Bite My Thumb, for the raid. Very much appreciated. You join us at the worst time in the history of streaming. Dan's internet is all but down. He is doing this by just tapping out noises on his on his uh, on his Morse code machine. Um, thank you so much for the follow, Ray. Oh, I'm very difficult. I'm very difficult at reading. Rabies of lard. Rabies of lard. Rabies of lard. That's good. I like that name. Uh, emo bonding experience. <laughs> That's a really good name. Um, thank you for raiding. Thank you for being there. And this just this is a warm up, basically. 
Um, yeah, this ain't my proper one. This, this is just counting. a warm up for. Um, and if you've never heard of this before, basically, I've got a randomizer that creates films, and Dan is telling us what the films are about. You've just turned up for his third film, Service Chapter Two, and it's a porno. It's a porn. It's a porn. Uh, Fizzbin, Neil, come see how the professionals do streaming. Ashens, it's turning into the transmission from the Prince of Darkness. Uh, oh no, is Dan having mic issues again? Yeah, there's been problems with the Virgin and with Discord. I but think what's I this fixed again? the Discord. What's this? The, the Discord I fixed, but now it's Virgin. Yeah. Okay, but why is why is Neil saying again? Because he's ungrateful. <laughs> I was on his stream on Wednesday, but then I was having issues. <laughs> I never heard any of this. Ash, I'm having issues. Nonsense. Um, yeah, Ash Flaps pointing out he even deployed the pin into the router to do a reset. Um, not the comedy duo, the pin. Uh, Bite my thumbs says pretty rude. Um, it's a porn. Ash Flaps says it's a porno. That's a t-shirt. Let's get that made. Um, right, okay, Service Chapter 2. Tell me about it's... Service Chapter 2. It's softcore porn. It's Channel 5. You've just managed to get a film pitched to Channel 5. Is it going now or is it going back when you were at school and Channel 5 did porn? This is early 90s and it stars the actor who played Curly Watts in Coronation Street. Do you remember him? Yeah, um, I can't remember his name. but So, he's in, so is, is it going to be like a... Um, confessions of a window cleaner type thing that he feels no like... they weren't serious with this thing oh wow <laughs> how did they get a serious actor in what, curly watts yeah because well, he's not doing currently drunk killer says tom watt you're thinking of lofty from eastenders and not curly watts i'm thinking curly watts yeah, i yeah, don't yeah. know what his name is right yeah. curly watts is in the army with <laughs> He had very bad eyesight to be in the army, didn't he? <laughs> he had very, very thick glasses. Is it comedy porn or is it... This no, is... it's serious. But how's he in the army? He had, like, bottle bottoms for glasses. Kevin... Oh, he, doesn't wear, he doesn't wear his glasses. His name, and... He can't see fuck all, mate. It doesn't matter. He's acting. <laughs> he's acting a man who can see. Yeah, he's acting. He's, he's a bit cross-eyed, but that comes into the story. Okay, he's fumbling around. He's very good with his hands. Go on. Kevin Kennedy is his name. Thank you for you remember this is the sequel. Oh. Kevin Kennedy um was in the first it wasn't in the first one. He wasn't in the it, first it one. It was uh, someone who's gone on to do proper films. Okay. I can't think of I can't think of the name now. This one stars Kevin Kennedy as the same actor. His name is Chest. 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 Yeah, Chest. Chest Rock'em. <laughs> so it's Chest Rock'em. He's, uh, well, he's a sergeant now because he was a private. He's private. Go on. Lovely. Yeah. yeah, the joke doesn't work anymore now because he can't say all you want to say for privates. Yeah. That's why this one isn't comedy. And his instructor is Shannon Tweed. Uh, who's Shannon Tweed? I know the name. She's. Uh, she's married to the lead singer of Kiss, I believe. She's in a lot of soft Simmons, Is she? Yes. Yeah, she's there and she takes an instant liking to Kevin Kennedy. <laughs> an instant liking to the man from... Was he Emmerdale? Or Corey? He was Corey. He was Curly Watts. Curly Watts. 
Yes. So she, so Shannon Tweed, the the wife or partner of probably Gene Simmons, are we guessing? Yeah, Gene Simmons, yeah. Who, and so she's in this type of film anyway. She's the she's the doctor, the medic. The medic, doctor and the medics. Yeah, she's the medic of the super elite um, team that Kevin Kennedy's part of. He's in an elite. Hold on, he's in an elite like yeah, SAS style team. The sniper. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah uh so he has an injury because he fires his gun <laughs> into his it, own eye it recoils yeah. it, 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 it hits the bridge of his nose yeah it recoils yeah. he's got a little scratch just to interrupt to emo bonding experience says are we saying service chapter one was someone's leg up into proper acting yes it was <laughs> it went <amazing. laughs> And Kevin Kennedy's open for the same. Drunkenness says Shannon Tweed, you'd know her if you saw her. She's ubiquitous with softcore smut. Yeah, she is. I'm a, the queen of it. A wild Russ appears. Had to be one of the Shannons. If it wasn't Tweed, it would have to be yeah. Weary. 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 These are Channel 5 uh, softcore legends. Uh, email bonding experience. Each lens in his glasses operates as a scope. <laughs> So he fires this gun. It's a new gun. It's an experimental one. It looks really shit though because this is a Paul nose. It's got like cardboard tubes attached to it. Is this low quality? Is this low? Yeah, it's a Paul It's and it's sequel. So yeah, there's not much of a budget. Mm. So he fires this gun. It hits him on the bridge of the nose. It bleeds. He has to go to the medical tent where he meets Shannon Tweedy. What's her name? Can I just Her say? name is. He's um, called Chest Rockham, and she is called. Um, Ariola. <laughs> Ari Ariola. Um, yeah. Ariola Peach. Lovely, lovely. Ariola. It's Ariola S Peach. So it's Ariola Peach, but S is a middle name. We just call her Ari. He calls her Ari. He goes to the tent. He calls her Ari. Yeah. He's got his broken nose. She gets in real close to look at it. They feel a connection as he's <laughs> with his cross eyes as he's looking. <laughs> she comes into sharp focus. Yeah. And he's like, My God, you're beautiful. And well he's a like... sure shot as well, isn't he? he like is. he knows what he's like, he might be he might wear those ridiculous glasses, but this guy is a sure shot. So when he says she's beautiful, he knows it. He does. He does. I mean, he's had the uh, prettiest girlfriends in the past. He's got photos of them in his wallet. He shows them to everybody. This is another thing. Even uh, even potential lovers. Oh, he doesn't have potential lovers. He just has lovers. Oh, really? everyone falls into his trap. As soon as he sets his eyes, that's his whole thing because he's a sniper. Wow. With massive glasses. So and is so, that the tagline when he sets his sights? Yes, that's it. When he sets his sights, he gets his end away. <laughs> no, it will better be. <laughs> so when he sets his sights, it's classy. And uh, so they um, they fall in love in the tent. They have sex in the tent. That goes on 25 minutes. Wow. Congratulations. There. About average. About average. They do all the positions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all four of them. Yeah, all four positions. Um, 
and then uh, so is there one she... sex scene in the film? No, there's four. Four big, four big sex scenes. Yeah, because then there's um, his mate played by you know Kevin from <laughs> the one with the moustache who runs the carriage. How are we getting these guys? <laughs> <laughs> the one who runs the carriage, Kevin. I don't know what his real name is. No, I don't He's know. In I don't it. know. And he has sex with dinner lady. I think that's that's how it works. Where's she come from? Where's the dinner lady come is, from? Have you ever seen porn before? I've, I've never seen a dinner lady in porn. And oh, no, I haven't. The rations. She's giving out the rations. This is some kind of training camp. She's, so she's giving there. out the rations. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's no food left. And he goes up there, <laughs> Kevin from Coronation Street, goes up to the thing and he says, There's no food left. I don't remember what he sounds like. There's no food left. And she, she's like, I've got your food. Come back here. Oh, and it's not in her bum, is it? It's not in her bum. No. All right. He goes, he goes around the back and he sees <laughs> he sees a slice of bread on her boob. Just <laughs> sitting there on top of her boob. Right? And there's a little hole in it and her nipple's just poking out because it's got to stay up there because it would just slide off. I mean, yeah, that was yeah, yeah. a tactical, tactical choice. Could have used some jam. Could have used a bit of jam. Yeah. But, well, they really got jam. Jam just get in the way because he takes the bread off and then makes love to her. <laughs> Does he eat the bread or is it wasted? No, he doesn't eat the bread. The bread was an excuse. Oh, I thought it was yeah. a major plot point. No, it was an excuse to get Kevin from Commissary Street back there. <laughs> 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 they had sex for 20 minutes. Right? Yeah. Do you, want to, do you want me to go for all the seconds or have you got the gist? I've got the gist. So 50 minutes of this film is different people from Coronation Street having sex. <laughs> That's a porn. That is a porn. Um, later on, later on, the clearly uh, goes off on uh, like a patrol, makes love to a native girl. I don't know where they are. Where are they? I do want to know. Uh, it doesn't really matter. So it's there's a lesbian who's... scene. And then Curly Watts has sex with Kevin. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very, very uh, progressive. Very forward thinking, yep. And, uh, and, and, out, he... and but it's softcore, is it? Yeah, relatively. There's uh, a you, lot could of... tell, you could tell they filmed everything, but they cut it down. Oh, dear. Oh, well. And I'm surprised that he continued to get work. Or is that why he left Corey? No, he's not in Sam's Chapter 3. That's someone else. That's um, Marlon from Emmerdale. <laughs> who? Marlon from Emmerdale, the one who runs the park, the chef. Oh, I didn't see it. They really had a type, didn't they? They did. They did. Well, they know that these stars will get the viewers in. Yeah, that's true. And they're bloody cheap. Um, um, Meowigan says, oh, that's a pretty name. <laughs> when you said Ariola Peach. <laughs> Uh, drunk here. She's called Ariola Peach because she got she's got really fuzzy nipples. <laughs> not, let's not judge. Uh, part of the service is using a Remington fuzzway on the lady. Uh, email bonding experience that must confuse his military targets. Aims at the one that must confuse his military targets. Aims at one minute. Next minute, it's a makeout session in a minefield. I think I butchered that by reading it. Uh, Drunkula, four. When was there a new discovery? Don't know what that was. Uh, bonding experience. Was this just a British soap spin-off? 
Kind of. Yeah. Um, I'm racking my brain and I can't get past three. I don't know what they're talking about. Um, email bonding experience. Hand job and a cornflake tart. What a day. I like that. That's a, ta- that's a bit, of, bit of dialogue from the film. <laughs> oh, a hand job and a cornflake tart. What a day. Um, Marigan says the perfect porn tash. I've got that. I don't know why, but I've got this tash that's really showing up on stream. While you were away, Dan, it was pointed out that the lighting is making it look like I've got a moustache. Have you shaved recently? Or I've, is that a couple of days' growth? There? It's a couple of days' growth, but it's really come through. Um, relative soft porn. Porn featuring your aunt and your uncle from by my thumb. <laughs> relative, Dan, you see? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Oh, come on. Um, I remember watching the prequel with Dot Com. <laughs> well, that um, service chapter one. Or the tagline. Uh, the tagline is when you're in his sights. When you're in his sights, I'm going to write this he, down. When you're in his sights, he does you. Because <laughs> they always sights. kind of have a bit of a tagline, but they go a bit too far with them. He does you. I'm glad to have the first poem and the first romantic comedy. You've earned um, it. I've watched that. You've earned it. That was lovely. Service chapter two. Right. Are you ready for your next film? Thank you. Yes. That was good. That was really good. I enjoyed that. I'd watch that, but I'd watch it on my own. Just to see how Curly Watts is doing, to be honest. I, to be fair, you would. There's um, a comedy group called Cowards that had Tim Key in it, Stefan Golachevsky, uh, Lloyd Wolf, and Tom Basden. And in one of the skits that they do, they what they get one of them gets home. They're all flatmates, and um, it goes, "Oh, what are you watching?" And they're watching. It goes, "Oh, this is the latest Nicholas Lindhurst porno." <laughs> and uh, they go, "Always oh, a big boy, always oh, a big boy." And then one of them <laughs> says, "Oh, I shouldn't want him to fall in love with me." <laughs> it feels like add that to it. Um, yeah. Emo bonding experience says, "I have watched that instead of I'd watch that." There you go. All right, here we go with your fourth film, Dan. I mean, we're going long, viewer. We're going long, but it was because 30 minutes of it was... Oh, my goodness. Cop Weapon Weapon is your latest film. You went early with the porno. Yeah. And there's your tummy rumbling again. It is. What's going on? (laughs) I do love the fact that each film you make feels like it fits the... um, the synopsis of the last film that you did. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Cop weapon. Right, we're going to go sci-fi, action sci-fi now. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, is it when, gonna... is, when is it from? Are we, again, we're we talking about a film that's being made it's now. It's from the year 2020. Wow, a couple of years ago. But it, but it was made 1980. Oh, it's a f- set yeah, in the future. I like yeah. it. Made yeah. in 1980. 42 yep. years ago. I was eight, we'll say 90, 30 years. <laughs> okay. I, I forgot how long ago that was. I know, it's depressing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this film stars people, uh, ra- rabbits of lard, rabbit, rabies of lard, has to either have John Corvedam or Seagull in it. But it doesn't have to, it's up to you. But I'll, it does feel like that genre is. 
about to... Mm, I think more Christopher Lambert, though, if it's... Uh, well, Lambert's back. He's the most popular actor we've had in this show. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Lambert's been in... Been in... Uh, he deserves more films, I he think. He does. That's probably he's, what it is. He's got one. Wow. I love the way the mic doesn't work half the time. You could pick up all of my belly rumblings. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Did you not eat uh, so... before you come on? Were you trying to stay I hungry? Think... like a, uh... I think I've eaten too much or not the right things. What did you eat? Um, well, everybody's away at the minute, so I feel like they might have cut the internet off to spite me. Oh, so do you I, think there's stuff f- they don't want you to get in? They don't want to come back and just see you as a hollow, sort of dishevelled man that never made it out of the room. <laughs> I ate a family-sized meatball pasta bake that I bought from Sainsbury's on the way home. When it's one it's... of those sharing ones. Yeah, because I could just chuck it in the oven. Yeah. Yeah. It's mad that they think people are going to share those and not eat them themselves. Right, so Christopher Lambert, who's the bad guy? Oh, he's a baddie. No, he's a goodie. Oh, what? The bad guy is... Oh, um... who's the bad... Sorry, I thought you said yeah. Christopher Lambert, who's the bad guy? The bad guy is animated. <laughs> it's Foghorn Leghorn. Hell. I'll show you, boy. Oh dear! But so after the success of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, they've gone for a yes. sci-fi cop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it actually? Oh, wait, it's actually him. It's Falcon Leghorn, yeah, but he has a Cybertronic eye. Is it a Looney Tunes film? No. There's uh, some kind of legal loophole thing where they managed to get Foghorn Leghorn. Like they've done now with Winnie the Pooh. Now he's out of um, copyright. Yeah. yeah, they managed to get him. I think the actor who did Foghorn Leghorn's voice uh, said, I don't, I'll only do this, boy. I said, I'll only do this if I could own the rights to him, boy. <laughs> no, Wasn't that. it Mel Blanc that did... Maybe. The- Maybe he did all the voices. Yeah, but if you want to pick holes on this. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have. <laughs> Emo oh, bonding so experience says, I'm sold on this. That's uh, what you need to do. A wild Russ appears says, I'm in. We've got some I'd watch that's coming in right now. Wait, wait. Don't forget, I should Lego have said this the at the start. I should have said it at the start. If you would watch this, just hit I'd watch that. Uh, Fizz, I'd say Mel Blanc, yeah, it was. But okay, that's fine. So whoever's doing it in 1990, Mel Blanc was long dead by then, I think. Um, maybe. They've got the rights to Foghorn Leghorn, and by God, they're using it. Yeah, there's no no reason for him to be animated. No. He's just in the film. Oh, I've just seen that Fizzbin UK says, yes, Mel Blanc. I say Mel Blanc. <laughs> um. And, uh, he's just in the film, and nobody sort of. No one's even referencing sort of, that he's a he's a two. Nobody, yeah, nobody even looks at him and says, "Why is he a cartoon?" Wow, it's because it's twenty twenty, and yeah. we don't have any prejudices anymore. Basically, I think in twenty twenty, people thought that there would be cartoon sort of people with us. Did you really, Ash? No, I didn't. I was just. Foghorn <laughs> Leghorn. Owns, but with a with of, a cybernotic eye, yeah, yeah, and a little bit of metal at the tip of his beak. He owns, <laughs> he owns all the landline telephones. Oh yeah, oh that's a yeah. good thing because in the nineties they wouldn't have known that landline was uh, on his yeah, way out. It. 
he owns them all. He owns the world then. If he if he, does. he who owns the landlines controls the world. That's it, that's the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so Christopher Lambert mm. um is the weapon. And a cop. Email bonding experience, fog on leghorn is BT open reach. <laughs> It's fucking virgin media tonight. Oh dear. Christopher Lambert is the cop and the weapon. Truly is. So people go into this thinking, oh, I wonder what the cop weapon is. And he's like, it's me. He is the cop. He is the weapon. Why is he the I weapon? Am... Well, because he, he kicks ass. Is he a fighter? He is in this film. Mm. I mean, it's not very convincing. Because it's difficult to fight a cartoon. No, only because you're imagining it's a cartoon, but yeah, he yeah. interacts with the world. The world interacts with Foghorn Leghorn. I'm just thinking about the filming of it. That's what I'm this thinking. Isn't, this, you're thinking of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. This yeah. isn't Who Framed Roger Rabbit. No, 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 I know, but I'm just thinking this has still got to be made. We've still somehow got to make this. Well, it's easier for Christopher Lambert to be a convincing martial artist mm. if he's fighting a cartoon. That's absolutely true. You're right. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't yeah. have questioned you. I actually genuinely apologise, though. Because when he does a kick, and if it's we two miles away... It. We can draw it in. Draw him closer. Yep. Draw him cl where, do you want, where do you want him kicked? Are I'll we, just kick wherever you want, Chris. Are we getting the Warner Brothers guys to... Was that Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers? Yeah. Are we getting them in to do the animation? Or will they not, do you think? No, we get someone else in to do it. We get Japanese, Japanese artists to do the... Straight in. Yeah. I mean, he's a bit anime. He's a bit sort Is of he like... Going to... Okay. Can anyone out there... I mean, you're an artist. I'll ask you. Will you please draw us? You've got nothing better to do. Can you please draw us and a sort of anime foghorn leghorn with a Cybertronic eye and a little metal bit on his beak? Is that something you'd be able to knock up at some point? Yeah, I absolutely could. Uh, I absolutely won't. Oh, come on. I don't want to draw fog on leg on. Just... You know, that kind of thing is what your druggy neighbour would draw. And I'd draw a fog on leg on. Yeah. Oh, it, please. It'd impress all the kids in the neighbourhood by drawing fog on leg on with tits. <laughs> Did you have a neighbour like that? No. But I I, when I was a young kid, there was a neighbour in our block of flats. Um, and he drew a naked lady for us because we asked him to. We were about eight. Yeah. And then all of the mums went around to his house and told him off. I've never felt so guilty. Uh, was he an adult man? He was an adult man. He shouldn't be yeah. doing that. He shouldn't be doing no. that. No. Yeah. Um, it was a pre pretty good drawing. I, I would like you. I don't expect you to do any of the things that takes you eight hours. But yeah. I'd, like, I'd appreciate it if you would knock up. This cyber foghorn leghorn, please. I would genuinely. I, I tell you what, if you do it, I will start a, um, what's it called, Teespring account and put foghorn cybernotic plot <laughs> weapon foghorn leghorn there, and we'll split. Right. We'll split any t-shirt sales. There you go. Yeah, surrounded by landlines. Surround. Yep. Yeah, well, you draw that. That's you. You can draw that, and you'll be and paid. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have the title up. Cop weapon. I'll tell you, I'll mock up the entire poster, shall I? Yes. Yeah, and we'll have the tagline. What was what's the tagline? Um, oh, I don't think I wrote it down. Did anyone remember? control the landlines? Control the world or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it he who controls the landline? Yeah. I'll best write that down. He who controls the landlines 
controls the world. Right, there you go. There's going to be our first T-shirt that we ever come up with. Um, if yep. you draw it, and I'll animate it and turn it into a movie trailer with random clips of Foghorn Leghorn and Lambert <laughs> dotted in. I mean, you can't not now, Dan. You can't not. No. I mean, I can't draw, otherwise I would do it. Matt Adlington has drawn... Oh, he's got a little I'd watch that emote. Where's that? How's that happened? That's good. Shouldn't you have that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he's done that. I like that. Matt, how have you done that? How can people do emote? I didn't do that. Anyway. Well done. Christopher Matt. Lambert um, has a Jamaican accent. <laughs> Why? Why? Because it, because he never does his own French accent, does he? He's no, always trying he's to do something else. Right. So he, sounds, he sounds like Christopher Lambert. But he he says, saying, I'd watch that. He, he's from Jamaica. He tells everyone he's from Jamaica. I'm from Jamaica. He says a lot. He reiterates it all the time, even when people are talking about other things. He has to remind them because the accent's yeah. so bad. He just jump in the middle of a conversation like yeah, they saying, oh, Foghorn Leghorn's got all the... Has he got, hold on, is Foghorn Leghorn called Foghorn Leghorn in the film? No, what are we going to call him? We're going to call him Tinto. Tinto. That's enough, isn't it? Yeah, Tinto's Brazilian. He's only got one name. <laughs> I love it. Genuinely, I love that. Cop weapon, Christopher Lambert. So he's trying. So I don't really think I remember you telling me about the plot of the film. Right. Yeah. So um, Foghorn Leghorn has he controls all of the, the landlines. Land what? Yeah. What he's done is he's pulled the end of all the wires and dragged the landlines underground, <gasps> pulled them all out, oh like God. a bunch of Christmas lights. Christ Almighty! So everyone just wakes up and there's a hole where their phone was. So the, the phones have gone as well, not just the leads. Yeah, wow, all of it. That is bad. Everything that's connected. Christopher Lambert wakes up to phone his girlfriend who's in France. Why? Why is she in France? I don't know. <laughs> uh, apparently... <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, she's somewhere. She's, she's somewhere. on holiday. Yeah, yeah, she's she's, on holiday. Like, really she's like from France. Jamaica, yeah. She says to him all the time, oh, let's, uh, what's Christopher Lambert's name in it? His name is... Oh, yeah, you didn't write, you didn't say that. Yeah, sorry. We're going to call him David. Oh, yeah. David Clark. Wow. Yeah, because he hasn't got... Look, I kids aren't born with action names. No, I've done a whole bit of stand-up about it that most people in films are called John something. Yeah, there is yeah. like a huge majority of uh, action hero stars that literally they wrote the film and went, fuck, we haven't given him a name. And it was like, just John. Like John McClane, yeah. John Matrix, John. David David Clark. David Clark. David Clark. Okay, David Clark is in. His girlfriend constantly says to him, I want to see Paris. And he's like, I don't want to see Paris. Like, uh, it's like a Lynn joke. Like, we know that he's seen Paris. Yeah. But he makes that he doesn't like France. He hates France because he's Because from... he's Jamaican. Yeah. Um, he wakes up, his phone's gone, there's a hole in the wall. Everybody else's phone's gone. He goes to work, he's like, God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I have phones! I can't do his voice. And does he get him back? Eventually, and the hand delivers them to everybody. Wow, he's a fucking hero. This he guy. is a hero. It's, someone suggested he's called John John. 
he, um, uh, he kills Foghorn Leghorn by wrapping uh, a landline around his neck and dangling him off the BT tower. Oh, wow. And he says, hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Well, he thought it made sense. Yeah, made yeah. Sense. You're, you're going to hang up. Wow. You're going to hang up is better. Yeah, yeah. It's time that you hung up. It I should know, be. I'll say, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been Schwarzenegger for that kind of line. <laughs> but we couldn't get him. Um, Cop Weapon is a, a tour de force. An absolute triumph. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. Very, very good. Um, Danny, you ready for your final film? Yeah, I am. Yeah, can yeah. you hear me? Oh, I can hear. You. It's been lovely. The whole of Cop Weapon was absolutely perfect. I feel like we've got something there as well because I really do feel like this is going to be a big selling T-shirt. <laughs> You've got to do quite a lot of the work, though. I do appreciate. Yeah, that. I can't. I'm just not very artistic. Right here we go. Here's your fi- final film. Leon Secret again. Sounds like a porno. Oh. Leon Secret. This is. A spy thriller. Leon Secret is a spy. Yeah. Oh, that is his spy. name. That's Leon Secret. He's very undercover. I've written the word spy secret by mistake. Nobody would ever figure out that Leon Secret is a spy. No, because it's unless is it nominative determinism? Like you know where the surname makes you do the job that you your surname is. Yes. Like someone called John Baker is a baker. And he's he's after Jimmy Terrorist. Oh, wow. Uh, can we have some actors early on here? Yeah, um, Leon Secret is played by... Is Jimmy it... Corkill from Brookside. Oh, Jesus Christ, you're obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> and is this an A-list movie? Does it have to be like this? No, no, no. I'm just I'm asking. No, it could be anything you want. It could be a TV movie. It could be a porno, as you've proven. It's a British movie. Back, um, this is back when Brookside was at its peak. And yeah. they thought Jimmy Corkill was going to be a big hit. But that would happen sometimes. Sometimes, I've said this before, you'd get an EastEnders actor and they would be in, like, uh, Avatar or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd go, bloody hell, that's him from Brookside. So this is a this is a TV film, Leon's Secret. So he's a spy. Is it yeah. funny or is it serious? Yeah, I think it's a comedy. It's a comedy. Leon's Secret and Jimmy Terrorist. Who's playing Jimmy Terrorist? I, let me guess. Is it Jimmy Nail? No, it's um, do you remember Nigel from EastEnders. <laughs> yeah, I remember Nigel. We had a perm. He had a wet yeah. perm. I remember him. He's well. the bad. He's Jimmy Terrorist. People suggesting low budget James Bond. Uh, emo bonding experience said that I'll have a Pepsi bottled, not can. I'll have a roller cola. Roller cola. Um, oh, Fizz been saying Tom Cruise for this one. Well, now we've pitched it just beneath Tom Cruise, actually. There, Fizz been. Um, okay, so tell me about it then. So Leon Secret is a spy. Jimmy Terrorist is about to commit some terrorist atrocities. Yeah, he has. He. Um has he has managed to get himself in with a band 
With a what? He's Sorry, a man, I broke up that one. Bass, he's bassist in the Arctic Monks. <laughs> he's the bassist in the Arctic Monks. Oh, he's a replacement bassist. Because the they Arctic lost Monkeys. their um, they lost their bassist after the first album, famously. Yeah, and then he took over. He's he sort of just slipped in there. Mm. Nigel. Yeah. No one Nigel would say he's using his influence to get young teens to uh, throw bricks through windows. Yeah, the Arctic Monkeys, well, they're famously a sort of teen band type thing. Yeah. Yeah, very influential in the team. Keeps up the band like, trying to write songs, and Nigel keeps all well, Jimmy Terrace keeps kind of urging them to say, No, start writing songs about throwing bricks through windows. Start writing and, songs about throwing bricks through yeah, windows. Yeah, so they release a song called Brick Through Window. Yeah, it's pretty on the nose, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, this is just a very, this is why I'm to this one, because it's my thrillers are. I mean, it so, broke, it's breaking up again here, so I don't want it to be spoiled by it breaking up. Um, test, 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 test. Heard some of them, that's for sure. We could do this. this. We could do this. We could do this. So, so Nigel from EastEnders, Jimmy Terrace, has joined the Arctic Monkeys as the replacement bassist, and he's trying to turn the Arctic Monkeys to make them write songs about throwing bricks through windows. What is yes. his motivation for that? His motivation for this, because the next song on the album is Turn the Stove On. Oh my good God, turn the stove on. So he wants bricks through windows, he wants stoves on. People are going through the windows, they've smashed. Well, the windows are smashed. All the stoves are on. Think yeah. about it. Are they a light or are they, is it just the gas? No, no, no. They're not a light. The gas is on. Every house in the country, the parents acting monkeys, every stove is on. Not a light. While they're asleep, the, the country's filling up with gas ash. That's a horrific, horrific, horrific tale. And so, how is Leon's secret solving this? Well, he buys um, Smash Hits magazine. Right. He sees, he, he sort of like pops up the charts on his wall, but he does that anyway, it's like a hobby. And then he sees Smash the Windows, number one, Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> oh, he's piecing it together as it comes out. Yeah, so he's just got a little bit of cotton with pins. You see, like red, yeah. red cotton going between them. Yeah. Is he a big? Is he a big words. Arctic Monkeys fan? No, not really. He likes um, a one, but he's so go smash the windows. Bit of going to leave the gas on. He sticks his head out the window. He smashed the window because someone smashed his window. He smells gas. Oh my god! And he's he's a both Arctic monkeys, and then he sees an advert on TV. Arctic monkeys' latest song. Is that a cigarette? Light a cigarette. Have a cigarette. Yep. Yeah. Puts it together. He thinks, my god, when they play this on top of the pops, the country's gonna blow up. This is good. This is good. This is a bit like the plot to um, Kingsman. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Kingsman? Yes, I have. It's a bit like that. They're all going to sign up to a new mobile phone service and it turns people mad. So what he does is he runs out in the street, 
you know, he, he runs out and he meets the band Steps. <laughs> Are we getting all these bands in it? Is it a bit like... Um, yeah, I'm getting it. Is it a bit like Spice World, where, um, mm. where you get all these uh, cameos from other bands and stuff? Yeah. He joined Steps. He replaced his um, H... One's aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy, uh, Leon Secret replaces H, gets them to release a song called Turn the Gas Off. <laughs> oh, he's got to hope that they're just as um, influential, really. Oh, luckily they are. <laughs> and that's how Jimmy Terrorist gets foiled, all the gas goes off. And then he releases another song with steps called killed Jimmy Terrorist. Oh my good god. It's clever. It's all mind games. Back and forth. It's like a big game of chess. So he gets, him to, he gets him to kill people. He gets him to he gets kill him, Jimmy Terrorist. Everybody, everybody to kill Jimmy Terrorist. Well, the way he sees it is if they get the step stop to sing and dance in a very lively way, then there's going to be one person that will kill Jimmy Terrorist. I mean, I don't know if that who, if that makes him the monster. Well, that's the question at the end, isn't it? Mm. Who is the monster? Can I get a uh, can I get a tagline for this? Or oh, so are we getting the bands to do the music of the Arctic Monkeys yeah. and yeah. Steps doing the? So we we're pushing this film quite big because of the the musical influences. It's an association with Top of the Pops. Is it? It's a it's literally funded by Top of the Pops. Yeah, it is. They're trying to rebuild their reputation after some of the. Damaging stuff yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah. Okay, can I have a tagline? Yes. Um, uh, uh, it's a smash. Hit. <laughs> it's a smash you, hit. Uh, you, you do better. You do better, Ash. No, no, it, no. It's... I like that. It's a smash hit. He, he, when you said he was a spy, though. I, it did. I feel it developed from him being a spy then. To so what? Him being in the band? <laughs> well, yeah, and like he was sort of a private investigator rather than a spy. But that's uh, fine. He was a spy because he he was dressed like H from Steps. Okay, there we go. That's perfect. Um, well, absolutely brilliant. Thank you. We've got some great films there. Let's just recap very quickly on the films we had. Um, Demolition Recall, which was a rom-com, the first we've had on I'd Watch That. Yeah. Then we had Beverly Hills Tie, um, a Mike Lee film where Jim Broadbent wants to open a Beverly Hills slash Thai restaurant. Uh, Service Chapter 2, the first porno that we've ever had, which had uh, <laughs> Curly Watts and Shannon Tweed as Chest Rockingham and Ariola Peach. Mm-hmm. Cop Weapon, which was Christopher Lambert... Uh, as David Clark and Foghorn Leghorn as his uh, as his animated um, adversary Tim Tinto and then finally we had Leon Secret where the spy who was another person from Brookside um, <laughs> who infiltrated uh, uh, Jimmy Cork Jimmy Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Terrorist infiltrated the Arctic Monkeys and put out some uh, some messages in the songs, hidden messages, to try and influence the youngsters to basically gas and and explode the rest of their families. So and the uh, country, the country, the whole actually. country. So Leon Secret had to join Steps 
to counteract that and save the nation. <laughs> when you say it out loud, yeah. it sounds ridiculous. Now, I'm going to do a poll now. That is going live as we speak. You've got three minutes to vote on the poll. Um, and you can now vote on that poll live. If you're watching this now, please vote as soon as... The, you know, Leon Secret lost us a lot of viewers there. I don't know what it was about it that people didn't like. A lot of, uh, a lot of Arctic Monkeys or Steps fans. Yeah, it could be that. It could be that. But if you get the opportunity, if you can, click on over there and vote on the poll. Be very interested to know what you think is the best film. I've got my favourite. My favourite, definitely Cop Weapon. Definitely. I Nobody love the election. Beverly Hills Tie. Beverly Hills Tie, I think, is one of the worst pitches of a film I've ever heard. That's all I'm saying. Uh, a Wild Russ appears. Does Leon have a brother called Southern Don? Southern Don Secret. I don't know what that means. I should know. What does Southern Don Secret mean? South End on Sea, Leon Sea. I oh get it. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm so shit at reading, Dan. <laughs> I thought it was Southern Don. But it says South End on, on sea, South End on sea, crept. A wild dress appears. I just want to fully apologise for being dreadful. Oh yeah, Leon C, Leon C, crept. Yeah, God. I yeah, I mean it is absolutely incredible from a wild dress appears to have seen that, <laughs> and yet I didn't see it. Leon C, crept. I mean that. If you'd have thought of that, that might have been maybe a better film, mm. but. You know, we were really what better than that? <laughs> I reckon maybe. I don't know for sure, but who knows? Um I think I think you've come up with some crackers. What was your favourite there? I just like the idea of Foghorn Leghorn playing a bandy and nobody sort of paying any attention to him being a cartoon. Again, it it feels like one of those potential things that happened when so many people were on a lot of cocaine and, and you'd had um Who Framed Roger Rabbit and it was a massive success. You know, there was a secret written for Who Framed Roger Rabbit that they never got off the ground. Like it was, they'd bought the rights to it, but it never got made. Did you know that? No, I watched it just two days ago, actually. Did you watch it with your daughter or did you just watch it? Did watch it with my daughter, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I was a bit worried about the end. Yeah. Hey, do remember me? That guy. It's very yeah. When he melts him in the uh, in the dip, that is pretty low. You know, when you get to a point like that in a film with your kids, you're like, oh, look, it's, he's all silly now. He's just flat and he's flopping about. He's, <laughs> he's, oh, he's just... Indiana he's a Jones. Oh, look, yeah. God's melting the Nazi's face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens if you're bad. I'm starting to think Demolition Recall might be my favourite now, though. I like the old fishing connection. I mean, I love the way it developed. I've got to be honest. I love the way that developed. That's a... T I mean, it, again, if we were making T-shirts... I'm saying Demolition Recall, I could see that being a T-shirt, but I, I I think it was great. I love the way that he fished her parents out. And that's that was, that would be a great climax, though, wouldn't it? It would be. And the results are in. Cop Weapon has won the best film Oscar, and this, I'd watch that. 54% of the votes, Cop Weapon wins. Demolition Recall in second. So, genuinely, you're... Um, your feelings there are uh, are pretty bad on. Beverly Hills Tie, Service Chapter 2 and Leon Secret, all with 8% of the vote. So 
I think it's pretty. I mean, fifty-four percent of the vote. That's pretty big, isn't it? That is. That's... I think. Yeah. yeah. I think that's. It was great. the. It was the fog on leg on. I think. I think it genuinely was. It was lovely. Tinto. Um. Well, Dan, thank you so much. It's been. I'm going to say it's been a pleasure. Thanks for your patience. It's been absolutely fine. We're going to. Um, I'm still going to stick it out as a podcast. I'll chop off the worst bit at the beginning. Um, and sorry for listening to this. There it is. You can put up with it. It's fine. Um, Dan, will you come back on when you're when Virgin are back in your area and yes, rewired your absolutely house? Absolutely well. And we might do it. Um, it might not be a Monday. Who knows? Ash Flaps McNulty says genuinely, this has been great. Thank you very oh. much. Well, that was that. That was Dan from Anatomical Bomb. If you like him, go over to Twitch, Anatomical Bomb. You can find him on there. Genuinely does some incredible stuff. He does crafting stuff. He does incredible videos. He does his top 10. He has huge guests on there, Ashens and Bite My Thumb and Biffo, everyone on there. It's absolutely brilliant. Highly recommend it. If you want to watch these live when there's less technical problems, go over to my Twitch. It's at Ashfrith over on Twitch, just Ashfrith, and you can subscribe, you can follow, and you can watch these live as they go out they're a lot of fun to record hopefully this episode was okay i know there was a lot of technical problems but hopefully you can get something out of it and we're gonna have dan on again soon and uh hopefully we'll have a few less problems once virgin media have done their business in kent where dan lives i said that with disdain in my voice didn't i kent anyway thanks for listening hope you enjoyed it and come back in two weeks when my guest will be matt adlington really looking forward to having matt on the show